Painted Arrow Podcast, committed to taking you beyond the pursuit. Alrighty, welcome to another episode of the Painted Arrow Podcast. We got Devin and myself here today, and this episode is going to be a little bit shorter, a little bit sweeter, and we're going to give a rut update for southern michigan um devin is in jackson county i'm in lenaway county i'm from the deep south you could say um (laughs) and um what we're gonna do is we've been we've been hunting um pretty hard the last few days uh today is october 24th um i put some good hours in on the 22nd and the 23rd the area that i'm hunting it's, um, my, my property specifically is um, kind of CRP, rolling hills, some, some good bedding areas, kind of surrounded by big agriculture. Uh, the morning of the 22nd, I got out. I specifically targeted that morning because it was going to be really chilly down in, I think it was like 39 degrees that morning. Had a really good wind. And I that was basically the second hunt of you know, of this farm. That's the second ever hunt that I've had since the Holy Spirit went down on October 1st. And this is, um, the reason that I picked that spot. It was just on the downwind side of a bedding area. And I really didn't have any expectations, but I was very excited to get in there and just see what was happening. Um, I got in very early, probably an hour and 45 minutes before daylight. And I had bucks fighting behind me at about 50 yards. I could hear sparring. Um, I definitely saw one of these bucks later in that morning, still before light, just cruising. I mean, you could tell he, he wasn't, he was on a mission kind of walking around, just kind of sniffing the ground. And, um, that morning, probably one of the best sits I've ever had. I had a really nice eight point come in doing a lot of just searching and chasing, um, lots of immature bucks, four points, six points, year and a half, two and a half year olds chasing doe around like it was, you know, the 4th of July or whatever. And that, uh, that, that sit, I, I sat till probably 10 30 and they started picking the corn and I was thinking that maybe something was going to come out and, um, nothing ever did. But that morning I saw a bunch of chasing. Um, you know, it seems like Devin back me up if you think I'm going astray here, but it seems like right in this, right, right before the end, like the end of October, you start to see this chasing, right now in this phase and it seems like you see a lot of immature deer doing it first what do you think yeah um so i i put in a good amount of time over the last four three or four days here um four four hunts in three days i think so um and i i haven't seen a ton of chasing necessarily with with, with my eyes um as far as being in the stand but um, I checked a couple cameras and basically in my food plot, um, pretty much every night, kind of like you were saying, I've got younger, immature deer, year and a half year olds, two and a half year olds, uh, running does all around in the food plot. So, um, I didn't even end up sitting the food plot, any of these sits just cause the wind wasn't right for it. So that would, uh, that would kind of explain why I didn't see much of that in the food plot, but, um, my property kind of tends to be a bit more of a evening property than morning property especially at this time of the year like 
daylight activity and all day activity hasn't quite kicked in yet. So um, by and large, at least from my experience uh, during this time of the year, um, they're still kind of already back to wherever they're going to be betting. And I don't see a lot of activity in the morning hunts, but come, come that first week or second week of November, it's game on. And I, you know, you can sit in the Crickwoods and see bucks pretty much all day. It seems like so, but yeah, I've, I would agree with you. I'm, you know, from what I did see, I had a two nights ago, I had a seven point come in that was, you know, bumping those, bumping some does around. Um, this morning I had a, a four point that, uh, there were no does around, but he was just kind of frantically, you know, walking around with his nose to the ground, trying to find that first hot one. It seemed like, um, I had a buddy hunt with me the other, where would it be yesterday morning, not this morning, but yesterday morning. So the morning of the 23rd and he, um, he had a, a good, a good eight point. He said he, or actually, sorry, I'm sorry. It was a 10 point. He said he had a good shooter 10 point coming in a uh, dog and a doe and he ran her down into the creek bottom. And, um, so we're definitely starting to see some of that behavior. Just, um, you know, it's not certainly not hot and heavy and it doesn't seem like it's broken wide open yet. Um, uh, but, Friday was kind of the first cold front that we got, um, and today's Sunday. So looks like we're supposed to get a bunch of rain over the next couple of days here. Um, and then Tuesday would be, so I, it looks like it's going to rain most of the day today and all day tomorrow, which is Monday. So as of right now, the deer cast app, and just, if you just look at the weather data, it looks like Tuesday is going to be a pretty good day, especially if the deer are all cooped up with it raining for a couple of days, if it yep. gets really cold on Tuesday again, I think. I think Tuesday could be a rock star set, so we'll see. That shows for me, same thing. Um, rain today, tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, looking like it's going to be a little bit higher winds where I'm at, up to 14 miles an hour from the northwest. Um, mm-hmm. Yesterday, so a quick couple of stories. Yesterday morning, I hunted the, 20, the 22nd that morning. I hunted the 23rd that morning, and I hunted... Um, I didn't hunt today, but I have a story about today. So yesterday, I'll start there. Um, I got up real early again, went to the buck nest, and um, I had a right, I mean, 652 to be exact. 652, I had a really nice buck come right right underneath me. I got in unscathed. I had some deer blowing at me after I had already gotten in the tree that I think just got some of my wind. Um, but I had a really nice buck come just before light and came and checked a scrape and ended up getting a picture of him on two, actually all three of my cameras. He walked by every single one of them. And it was interesting, this buck at 6:52, it was still dark. Then he had followed when I got back up to my house, he'd actually followed my path in. So I was seeing deer trails on the way out yesterday morning. And I saw that he had kind of came into the yard right where I got in and went down behind the barn. And I went down and checked that barn. It's the exact same deer that I got right in front of me on the, on the scrape that he had passed me that morning and hit, went all the way, followed my scent trail, got up to the house and then went down. And I have another camera behind the barn on a scrape. And he walked right in front of that, that morning. And he was a good two and a half year old. If you guys are following along with our uh, Instagram page, we posted a couple pictures of him. Um, asking what you guys thought his age was, his age class. So that was yesterday, early morning, bucks cruising, going into the wind, basically checking scrape sites and looking for does is what I could tell. And then um, didn't go out hunting this morning, got some really good sleep in. Um, but this morning in, in my neck of the woods, it was thirty, um, like 32 degrees, really cold. 
frost all over the ground. Um, I woke up, I was sitting at the couch and I look out the window and there was deer running in the bean field. And, um, I jumped outside and I was barefoot, had my binoculars and I looked out there and it was the exact same deer that I saw yesterday morning that I got in all three of those cameras out chasing. Oh, really? Yeah. Same, same buck chasing does. He actually came from, he, he ran right across the bean field when I was right out in front of the house and he, another really nice eight point, I believe it's the one that I had passed and we posted a video of it on our, uh, on our Instagram and him, the one I passed and another immature, I think it was a four or six point all chasing a group of, uh, I think it was two doe just, just running out in the middle of the field in broad daylight this morning. So wow. again, there's bucks out. This is the early stages. I don't know necessarily that the big boys are out. I think they're a little bit more dialed on to when these deer come into heat, but, um, you know, they're, they're chasing, this is the beginning and, uh, super excited. I don't, I don't know if you have anything more to add on your, on your hunts. Yeah. Um, I, I think like you're saying, I think, you know, the big, big boys are still, <clears throat> at least from what I'm seeing on camera data and stuff, uh, still, still a bit more nocturnal. Um, even, even some of the two and a half and three and a couple of the three and a halfs I have on camera are showing up just kind of right after, um, right after dark, it seems like passing through a couple of these little pinch points and stuff. And I would say they're very, based on the behavior I'm seeing, I would see they're kind of in this, the seeking slash chasing phase. Um, mm. but they're still trying to kind of find where that first hot doe might be. And I think you and I were talking, I think, uh, the tail end of this coming week could, could really kick a lot of, a lot of things off. So we'll see, but, um, yeah, I mean, things are starting to heat up at some level. That's for sure. So somebody listened to this, Devin, what would you tell them um, in terms of focusing their efforts, if they had an option, would you tell them to focus more on bedding areas? Would you tell them to focus more on food sources or transition areas and why? Mm, okay. Um, I think me personally, I'm not hunt uh, this weekend. I did not hunt directly over food. I'm hunting. I was choosing to try to hunt bedding areas that are relatively close to food and putting myself on the downwind side of it. Kind of like you said, um, reason, I guess the thinking behind that would be um, if these bucks really are searching and nose to the ground and trying to find that first hot doe, you know, they might be cruising the downwind side of those bedding areas near food where they know does might be hanging out. So that's kind of where I've tried to put myself. But um, I would say as we go forward over the next couple of weeks here, as far as hunting a big buck in general, food's going to become a little less important. And, um, you know, those, those transition zones in the bedding area is going to be, become a little more important. If somebody's uh, wondering if they should hunt morning or evening, this might be more of a personal preference when I ask you, but what would you say um, if, you, if you only got one opportunity to go out in a day, morning, evening, and why or why not? Uh, right now at this, like at this point in the phase, I guess I would not, I, I would choose like an afternoon evening hunt over a morning hunt. Um, that's personal preference and has more to do with my property probably than anything. <clears throat> but, um, certainly as we get through the end of October and into November, um, you know, I, I'm looking to do potentially all day sits and uh, getting in there late morning. Typically, I don't see, even during the rut, I don't see on my property, um, usually I don't see a lot of action right at first light at, 
right around eight, nine o'clock is when it kind of kicks off. And like I said, once the rut's here, it kind of seems like it'll continue all day in certain cases. But right now it's just, uh, there's not a lot of activity in the morning on my property. And as we've talked about numerous times on this podcast, my, my property is a crossing property. It's basically a big transition zone. And I've put, you know, little micro plot, about a half acre of brassicas on it. Um, but really, if you just look at my whole property in general, it is, it's a big transition zone. It's a big buffer strip in between, you know, uh, I guess there's a bunch of food to the West and a bunch of bedding to the East. And so, um, yeah. And I guess another quick note I would add too, is I've got a, a friend of mine that has some property up the road and we actually were able to find out that we're getting some of the same bucks on camera. And that was interesting to me because there's, in most cases he's got two different spots, but they're both about a mile from here. And so these bucks seem like they're just, uh, they seem like they're still covering a lot of ground trying to find that first hot doe. And I think once they find that doe and once they start to start breeding that, that core area probably gets a little bit tighter, but right now it seems like they're still covering ground. So in terms of weather, Mm-hmm. What should people be keen on, keen in on, if anything, in the coming weeks? So, if there's um, if there's a warm up, um, the first couple cold days after that warm up, uh, that you know, any cold front is a is a good thing to focus on. Uh, something else I, I really like to focus on is if you've got a full day of rain or multiple days of rain, that hunt, uh, that first hunt that you can do once the rain stops is usually a good one too because the deer are on their feet and they've you know potentially been a little cooped up during the rain so um i just like i like uh i like cold fronts and i like to hunt at least as we go forward here the the downwind side of bedding i personally i personally love a post rain hunt myself because you can creep and just be completely silent, especially if the wind, right. If if after a good rain or a really good snow, in some cases, um, you know, the snow's fluffy, not crunchy. You can get deeper into an area that you're more concerned with. If the wind's right. I always, I love rain. Like if if it's a post rain, like I like to creep around on the ground because you can, you can be stealthy and I really enjoy that. Um, last question, Dev, what, uh, what's one day in the next week that for you personally, maybe you can help somebody else that you're just like, gotta be, gotta be in the woods, gotta be in the stand. Well, we're sitting here on Sunday, the 24th. And if I'm looking at a couple things right now and, um, I'm shooting for Tuesday, Tuesday evening, um, would be Tuesday, the what? 26th. 26th. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump in the woods. That'll probably be my next hunt. And then aside from that, I'll, uh, I'll be focused on this coming weekend, but looks like at least, you know, if we're talking about a local rut report and local weather and all that type of thing in Jackson County, where I'm at, um, it looks like it's going to stay pretty, pretty chilly or pretty cold for, for a little while here. I mean, I see, you know, lows staying down in the forties and thirties in certain cases looks like there might be a little bit of a warm up coming on Thursday where it'll get up to 60 and the low Thursday will only be down into the fifties. But then as we get into Friday and Saturday again, um, the lows are back down into the forties. So looks like we're got some, uh, 
and the week after that, that first week of November, which obviously that's an extended, really extended forecast, but that looks really promising at this point with basically highs in the fifties and lows in the thirties. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited as we get closer to November here. You know, I've never asked you this and I don't know why not, but what's your like, I mean, if there's one day, I mean the whole season one day, I mean, that's the only day you get to hunt your favorite day to hunt. What, what day is that? November 13th. You got to give me a little more. Why is that? Well, um, November is always good. Obviously the first couple of weeks of November is always good, but we're, it's, it's like, I always find myself trying to get it done at the last minute before the gun opener on the 15th. I just really like, I mean, November 7th is another day I really like, but I'd say it's a tie between November 7th and November 13th for me. I also just have a thing with the the number 13. Hmm. That might be me, me reading into it a little bit, but I don't think you can really go wrong much that first two weeks in November. Uh, but I would say the 7th or the 13th have kind of been good days for me. What about you? I've had – last year I had a really amazing hunt on November 8th. And I don't know if it's my favorite day because I think overall I've seen more deer activity um, a little bit later in November. But last year on the 8th, I was going in. I tried to get out of work early and everything like that. Get into this location. It was real. It was like a little prairie meadow way back in a really thick swamp. And there was a trail going through there. And I just crept, crept back there real slow. And I get out into this prairie meadow area. And I was just trying to get through it and up into this tree stand. And I actually had a really, really nice 10 point making like making a rub at like one fifteen, And I ended up getting in the tree that day. And I, I, I don't know why, but it was a really big lesson for me that day. Specifically, I had a buck, that same buck come back out and I set up in the exact same spot, had a climber with me and I set up right where I was going to, you know, my plan the whole time, rather than considering that this buck might come back out right where he came from I just set up there anyway because that's kind of where my mind was so but I had that deer come back out just completely came out of cover and went right back to the same rub he was making about an hour and 45 minutes after that and um I don't know there's just something special about <laughs> those that first and second week in November it's amazing but um I think my answer is probably November 8th at the point but in in the in the later especially when the guns start banging off the hunting gets real good and there's a reason that it's only a 15 day gun season it's because the hunting's pretty epic you know what i mean so but i i do yeah. i do like it in the bow season because it is more the deer more natural and you can you can get a get it done with a bow yep i had probably one of my not one of my the the single craziest hunt i've ever had on the 13th last year which is contributing to that as well so um yeah i just I like those first two weeks in November. I really do. And I guess something else we didn't talk about <clears throat> on my property. Anyway, I'm seeing a lot of rubs and scrapes getting opened up like stuff. That's really fresh. Um, I tweaked a couple camera locations. I actually just put another camera out on some fresh sign that I saw this morning. So I've got, uh, it's not a huge part. I mean, it's not a, we got 33 acres, so it's, I've got five different cameras running in very different locations right now, but they've all kind of all they've tweaked all of them to the, the sign that I'm seeing right now. 
um, as we've gone to certain stands and, you know, checked cards and so forth, but just reading the sign and I'm just, I'm seeing a lot of rubs and scrapes starting to be opened up here. Yeah. That's a great point. We didn't talk about that at all. Is there anything, any advice you would give to somebody who's, um, would would you have them move a, a camera to a specific location right now or anything of that sort? Well, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of going and just doing intense scouting right now and trying to find the hot sign. But if you run across rub lines and scrapes on your way to hunt a stand and you're already going in anyway to go hunt, uh, I've taken that opportunity to, you know, to pull a card or to move a camera or whatever. Um, but I, I'm not, I guess I'm not, maybe it's personal preference, but I'm not a big fan of going and tromping through, you know, different areas of the property that I wouldn't normally go just to investigate sign right now. Right. But, you know, just on my way to certain stands, I'm seeing a lot of rubs and scrapes and I've just, I've kind of tweaked some cameras um, because I was already in that area anyway. Roger that. Well, I think that's a pretty good rut update for Southern Michigan, Jackson County, Lenaway County from yours truly nature, Nate and danger dev. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, we have, uh, we have some awesome stuff coming. The, the Holy spirit documentary is very, very close to being finished. So that's going to be coming probably in the next week. Hopefully, um, we just returned from Wyoming and that podcast will be going out along with some awesome footage and photos and things like that on Instagram. And that's at painted arrow outdoors. So check all that out. Lots coming, lots of good hunting coming. And hopefully you're in the woods getting it done and enjoying yourself. And, uh, that's what, that's what this is all about is really getting some time away, getting in nature and just viewing deer behavior. That's, that's, that's what we strive for here. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Anything else, Dev? I'm all set. Alrighty guys. Good luck in the woods and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.